With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Today on the ZABEcast, welcome to what is normally low tide in the sports calendar year. Only this year, we've got stuff popping. NBA Finals getting juicy, EuroLeague Championship coming down to a gutting conclusion, MLB's All-Star Game, MMA, and more. So if you came here today thinking I'm just phoning it in, you, good sir and madam, are wrong. Your 40-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, man. Let's go. Oh, here we go. Sadly, England, it is not, in fact, coming home. Oh, my God. What a way to lose the Euro Cup final in penalty kicks. As can you believe it, soccer is leading the Monday morning Zabecast as the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Too late for this podcast on a Sunday night, but we've got plenty to talk about today. And why don't we begin by going to noted non-soccer fan, Andy Poland. <laughs> Andy. Hello. Did you just watch that or what? Watch what? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. The Euro Cup final, you dum-dum. In uh. Italy, England, penalty kicks. Oh, the drama. I guess you missed it. I guess I did. I guess I'll have to fill you in. Do you, do you care who won? Uh, Not really. I can't say that I really do, no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Poland is impervious to soccer. As a fan, this is not the World Cup, Andy, but it's like the second, one of the second tier biggest tournaments mm-hmm. in all of soccer. And England had not won a big international tournament since the 66 World Cup. And they thought this was theirs. And they end up taking a one nil lead, as they call it in soccer, nil, a one nil lead in like the first two minutes of the game or excuse me, match. Mm hmm. I watched the whole match, by the way. I, but I, proud of you. I, I really am. What were you doing <laughs> on a sweltering, blistering, awful July afternoon in the DMV? Well, I, I got home uh, about 2 o'clock. I, was, uh, I actually took a little vacation. I was uh, up in Vermont for a few days. Oh, nice. And, uh, uh, the, yeah. Is it the annual getaway? No, that's next month. This was uh, something else that I uh, went up for for just a few days. I'll be going for the annual getaway next month. 
And so I'm catching up. I got the papers. I got the internet. I mean, the internet is a little spotty up there in uh, Vermont in the mountains. And, no kidding. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm not up to speed on everything, but uh, I've been sort of catching up and catching a look at the Nats here and there as they, again, are losing. And, so uh, as you were catching up on stuff, mm-hmm. was the TV off? Uh, yeah, I guess I was, <laughs> I was, you know, you was psychopath. Doing... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a Sunday afternoon. You're enjoying air conditioning. You're getting reacclimated and you could have had the TV on. You could have popped it on and said, Ooh, what's going on now? Granted, yeah. this is low tide in the mm-hmm. sports calendar this right. weekend. Right. But, but I didn't know it was a requirement to watch soccer Pele. When did all of a sudden you become... Mr. Soccer. I'm not, but I'm a I'm a I'm a lucky Lou. I'm a Christmas and Easter soccer attendee, like church, you know? Mm-hmm. I go twice a year. And by twice oh, a I year see. I mean I will go for the year for the World Cup. I will mm-hmm. dabble in the women's world cup a little bit. And then this was a big enough tournament, and because it wasn't like Czechoslovakia versus oh, I don't know, some other you know, B tier team like, you know, Sweden. I said, okay, I'm in. It's Italy versus England, Andy. These are big time nations that love their football. You know, one of the best lines you ever had was when DC United were upset that the new nationals were making their field uh, not as smooth as it should have been at RFK Stadium. And you said, why don't they just punt their balls into the parking lot at rfk and get them out of there that's the zay by you now all of a sudden goal oh losing I, I believe i believe that comment made on the air on the team 980 back in the day drew a, a rebuke from kevin payne who was I like know. the team president he actually called the station <laughs> to complain about it yeah. I'm like, bro, you got to settle down. That was back in the day, Andy, when that's the only way you could get feedback. Now, everyone runs to Twitter and runs to social media like little bitches, and they try mm-hmm. to get people canceled, fired, in trouble, et cetera. Right, right. So, uh, I don't know. That, that's okay. where I am on soccer. I'm more okay. in line with the way you used to be. Fair enough. So, <laughs> as I'm watching soccer, and by the way, minutes before they went to penalty kicks, I was literally fighting off falling asleep. In fact, I think I did doze off briefly. Now, a lot of that is the fact I played golf today in the steaming hot weather, and I actually walked, believe it or not. So I was quite tuckered out from such a strenuous round, and I was in the dark in the air conditioning in the basement in the three in the five-hour energy dome watching three things at once. Uh, that was probably more to do with it than the, than the match being boring, although it was a fairly dull match once it was tied up at one apiece. And I keep, every time I come back into the Church of Soccer, whether it's the World Cup or some event like this, my first thought is, okay, this is cool. I like this. Look at the fans. Look at the face paint. uh, Look at the passion. And these guys are really good. I mean, they're very skilled. They're insanely skilled with what they can do with a soccer ball. And then the match wears on, and I instantly think to myself, Andy, you know, there's about two or three things I could fix that -hmm. would make soccer a hell of a lot better. And And then I realize... It doesn't need fixing. It still is the world's most popular sport. I understand. But uh, ever since they introduced it to children, uh, even when I was a kid, and they said, oh, yes, this generation will grow up playing soccer 
Therefore, they will watch soccer yeah. when they get older. No, we, and in fact, yeah. they don't. No, we, we are impervious as a nation. Although I would say that um, professional soccer, European import soccer, Premier League, other leagues, I think the ratings, I might be wrong in this, I think the ratings have been on a steady climb. Although they're very small, mind you, mm-hmm. but they're on a steady climb in the States. So in other words, NBC owning the Premier League, showing the games on Saturday mornings, they're yeah. actually gaining in viewership. And it seems like on social media, there's more American sports fans and sports media that want to show their bona fides when it comes to being European soccer fans. Seems okay. that way. Yeah, but, well, they got Saturday morning too, which I they know. don't have any competition. I know. Yeah. But so anyway, I, I always think like, there's a couple things I'd trim up. One would be the offsides rule is too restrictive. They need a line much like hockey has a blue line, mm-hmm. you know, I to agree. be onsides, offsides. I don't know where you put it, but I think that'd be a lot better. Secondly, mm-hmm. the notion that you can give somebody a penalty kick if you're fouled inside the box, it's just too much. It's damn near an automatic goal. Now, I say that as three guys either missed or had their penalty kicks blocked in this penalty kick shootout at the end, but it just is too much for the referee to have to call. Also, the fact that overtime is not sudden death is stupid. And then finally, I think instead of penalty kicks, you should alternate some way to make, you should induce a score otherwise than penalty kicks. It's not really the game. The game is not penalty kicks. You know, it's a it's a very artificial way to end the game. I would go with something like you go rotating one man down. So you go mm-hmm. 11 on 10 for five minutes. The other side then gets to go 11 on 10. Then you knock it down further. So it's 10 on nine. Oh, by the way, I would also have unlimited substitutions. But at this point, I've already fucked soccer up to the point where people who love soccer are like, you're an idiot. Just shut up and stop, t- stop talking. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel the same way about college football. The, the way the college football overtime is decided is ridiculous. They ought to do what they do in the NFL. Flip a coin, and the team that wins the flip can decide whether to receive or kick off. Okay, well, in the NFL, they've already gummed up that overtime. That's that's true. I think they ought to go back to the old days of overtime. Thank you. Thank you, exactly. See, that's the thing. I think true sudden death is one of the great things in sports. The fact that soccer doesn't have it, except for in tournaments that have the so-called golden goal, uh, is ridiculous to me, because you've played an exhausting 90 minutes. I also think it's stupid that, you know, the best players, don't you want them deciding the match? And if they're taken out due to injury or fatigue, they're done? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a sport that's that said, look, we have these rules and we become number one in the world. Why should we change anything? I know. I know. Yeah. And and there are some things that are changing slowly. But anyway, I was fun for me to watch. I enjoyed it. And uh, for soccer heads, don't be mad that I said a lot of dumb shit you're going to email me about. <laughs> be happy I watched the match. Okay? Yeah. I came to church. I took communion. <laughs> you came to church, but you said, uh, Reverend. <laughs> Why, why yes. Pastor, your your homily was a bit long, if you ask yeah, me. <laughs> exactly. And, said, and you are? Oh, David. Oh, yes, I remember you from Christmas. You're back again. <laughs> exactly. 
really, you know, to be faithful requires a bit more commitment from you than just twice a year. No, yeah. I'm good, Father. I'm good. Twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So anyway, while we're on international competition, how about the U.S. basketball team losing an exhibition to Nigeria? Yeah. Now, there are Nigerian players in the NBA, but the history of U.S. versus Nigeria is like they beat them once by 98 and once by 48 points. Um, I did not see the game, but I looked at the recap and Greg Popovich, the coach, said something about this might be the best thing or this might be a learning experience. Right. And I thought of the dream team. You know, the dream team played a group of college all-stars, including like Chris Weber and a couple of guys from Duke, like Danny Hurley or Bobby Hurley, and they lost. And if you watch the, uh, the film that was made about it by Jack McCallum, you see Mike Krzyzewski, who was the assistant coach, uh, say that Chuck Daly threw the game. He said Chuck wanted it in the heads of these guys that they could actually lose. Is it possible? I, I don't think so from what I read, but is it possible that Greg Popovich tweaked things just a little bit to give them a wake-up call early? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like they didn't really give a shit. Like, if yeah. I'm on that team and I've got USA on my chest, I'm like, we are not fucking losing to Nigeria. Sorry. Yeah. I don't care if it's an exhibition or not. For at least the record, and, and I guess uh, to the U.S.'s credit, they have won the last three Olympics. They yeah. only lost to Argentina. That was the disaster team in 04 in Athens. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, they won three before that. And then they lost in 88 to the Soviet Union in Seoul, South Korea. Why, Andy? Because John well, Thompson didn't have a shooter. Did, yeah. he, he had one guy. It was Hersey Hawkins. He got hurt. It was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was fun. But, but there were, there were some other issues there. Sure, sure they lost to Russia in the semifinals. Um, I thought. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe 88 Soviet Union is... Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. The U.S. finished it with the Browns. bronze medal. The Soviet Union beat Yugoslavia. So, so I believe the U.S. lost to Yugoslavia. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, you know, the, uh, Russia beating us in basketball would have been an interesting bookend to us beating them in hockey, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, of course, they, they beat us in basketball in 1972 or stole it from us. Oh, in big time. Yes, yeah. exactly. So we are entering what is going to be what I think is the suckiest Olympics that ever sucked a suck. No <laughs> fans. There's going to be who knows how many athletes get contact traced out of events. You know right. that's going to happen. Yep. And they're just going to rush this thing through like, hey, it's the Olympics. They're going to play the music. They're going to give you the schmaltz stories and then say, where's our check from the TV partners? Let's right. call it a wrap. This, this has the stench of the 87 replacement games in the NFL. Like, oh, well, we're supposed to deliver you product. Here's product. Right. Uh, Tony Robinson, your quarterback. Yes, he's on prison work release. Uh, <laughs> Joe Schmendrick, he was he was flipping burgers three weeks ago in yeah. uh, McDonald's in Illinois. And he's your starting offensive tackle. That that's what they're that's what this will. I mean, there are great athletes participating. Of course. There's no question about it. Right. But this is simply to provide television products so they can collect the check. Yeah. And then on top of all that, you're going to have the usual suspects with the vax shaming, including your girl, Christine Brennan, 
who had to type out a column about one of our swimmers who said, nah, I'm good. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a movement of that. I saw Rob Schneider, who uh, is in a bunch of these you know movies that. Uh, oh yeah, Rob Schneider, Sandler is a makes big independent thinker. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, well, uh, it, it'll come, it'll go, and I'm fine with it. The All Star Game is also on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and that's gonna suck because pretty much everybody said, "Nah, I don't want to go to that either." Not everybody, but a there, lot. there are a lot of guys have pulled out, and uh, that's that's just a fact of life. It's it's not the midsummer classic that it used to be. And it's too long, goes too late. It now is just an exhibition again that they've taken away the, uh, the home field advantage for the World Series. And I, I frankly don't have the juice for it that I used to. I really don't. I don't either. And I, it pisses me off. I, I guess this is one of my last hills I'm going to die on in sports. That these are simple, easy exhibitions that require no effort from the players. They don't even fucking play more than an inning, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're like, we need the days off. Oh, for fuck's sakes. You get days off starting usually October 1st all the way through February. Eat it, assholes. Yeah. Show up for this thing. I don't care that, oh, you don't understand the modern game or, well, it's not like the olden days when you could only see Mickey Mantle once if you were lucky as a kid. Mm-hmm. Keep this is a game that needs to live, and it's dying. Yeah. It's dying well, before it, our eyes. It used to be three days off. You were off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, resumed Thursday. Now they've got an extra day. They they got Thursday off too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I and I you know you look at the participation of the players from the past. They all went, and I think the the, the most bold example of the way the All Star Game used to be is not so much that Pete Rose bowled over Ray Fossey in 1970. It's that Pete Rose bowled over Ray Fossey in the 13th inning, meaning <laughs> that's that a good point. He was still in the game after starting the game. He didn't come out for, you know, a couple innings and get on a plane and go home. He was playing and trying to win the game at the end. And that's not there anymore. Yeah. It's just not. I know because all these athletes, every sport are way too rich. They make mm. way too much money. And I'm a capitalist, Andy. I mm-hmm. usually believe in this stuff. The athletes of the 70s and 80s were within earshot of the average American's annual salary. It was only 5x, 6x, 10x. Now every athlete is like 30 and 40x the amount of the average American salary, and they're uncoupled from reality. They're not normal people. They're pampered, and they're pussies, and I hate them. All no, of them. Yeah. Except you, for the ones I, I, I like. Except for the ones right. I like. But for the most part, here's a big <laughs> yeah. blanket statement. Fuck all these athletes. How's that yeah, for a hot take? I, I don't go that far. But I would also point out that there used to be two all-star games that were played for a number of years in the 1960s. And the reason was that the players were able to make some extra money yes! doing that. It went to the players. So they were so they were not only willing to play in one, they were willing to play in two. And they would have to get on a plane and go to a different city and play that game. Uh, I think there were back-to-back nights. I, I'm too young to remember seeing this, but that's the way it used to work. And, yes, they make too much money now. And even if these guys have all-star game bonuses written into their checks, they don't care. I mean, we just saw Aaron Rodgers blow off half a million dollars for not showing up for offseason workouts. You yeah. know, the money doesn't mean anything to him anymore. Yeah, exactly. All right. Did you watch any of the uh, MMA fight? Conor McGregor broke his leg, had to tap out, and uh, lost to this guy, Poirier, 
for I think the third time, or yeah, I think he's 0-3 against him. He's a really good fighter. McGregor is really not what he once was when he was at the top of his game, but he still is able to draw money. He's able to draw big fights. You still don't give two shits about MMA, I trust. I'm sorry, you've you've reached the wrong department, Mister Saban. <laughs> what, what's we, we, we don't care. We don't carry MMA takes. If you'd like to talk about Ali Frazier from the '70s, I can give you that. Okay, but, uh, all right. I'm going to give you an <laughs> MMA related take that I okay. think you can sound off on. Do uh, you know who Addison Ray is? I've heard the name. I'm not familiar with him, but I've she heard the name. She is an extremely popular young gal on TikTok. Oh, yes. And she also has 4.8 million Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea who she is, what she is, how she is, what she's known for, other than she's really, really hot. Mm-hmm. She tweeted out a picture of herself holding a UFC mic in front of a UFC backdrop saying, I studied broadcast journalism in college for three whole months to prepare for this moment. Right. And, and, and boy, did female television reporter go crazy. Twitter. Oh, yeah. well, female well. television reporter Twitter attacked like a fucking beehive. <laughs> and there well. was a lot of really thoughtful people. This is wrong and blah, blah, blah. Andrea Kramer said, you know, don't be jealous if it looks like someone who is not deserving got a, quote, sweet gig. You know, what's hard is built to last. What doesn't last is easy. Something like that. Do you have right. any thought? And by the way, after the backlash, UFC actually said, you know what? We're not going to use you. And she tweeted, thanks. You guys got me fired. <laughs> well, you know, have a little bit of common sense. Don't, you know, don't dance around. Don't and- rub <laughs> it in the noses of all the Andrea, Andrea Kramers of the world that are working right. journalism. Right. The so-called that- female television journalists. And that delegation is going through some pretty tough times right now with the uh, Maria Taylor dust up with uh, oh, Rachel yeah. Nichols. So yeah, that's uh, that's not a good good thing to to throw out there with all of that happening too. Wait until so, TV producers realize, hey, we could probably pay Addison Ray scale like a rent a talent, and she'll do the gig just to get even more followers because mm-hmm. she's already making so much. And then they won't need to hire any females who want to be on TV. I think it's a rough business for any female or male who wants to make a, a money holding a microphone in front of a camera. I agree. Do you agree. I agree. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rough business period right now. It's, right. It's just not what it used to be. And and honestly, a lot of these gigs, you know, they're they're overblown and they're overpaid. You're there holding a mic, asking a coach a perfunctory question at the end of the half and at the end of the game, and then you're done. And they've always sold it as it's so hard, it's harder than you think, and I spent all this time preparing. I'm like, you're on camera for four minutes max. Okay, but, you know, they, there are some who are better at it than others. And I, didn't some say, really I didn't say that there, some aren't better than others. I didn't say that there's not a trick to it. I didn't mm-hmm. say that it doesn't take skill to figure out the best way to be. But as yeah. a quote Hard job, Andy? No. No. No, 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 no. So let's say you've got a young, young, uh, you've got a daughter who wants to get in the, in the work. You know, she Mm -hmm. wants to get in the biz. Your daughter is an attorney. God bless her. Uh, but you, you, what would you tell a father of a young gal who wants to be the next, say, Aaron Andrews? 
I would say, you know, keep your keep your eye on the prize and, and work as hard as you can. One of the things that's involved with that sideline reporting thing is developing relationships with the players. Uh, you know, you have to be able to do that. And I'll, I'll tell you one who's a great role model for this. I think she's terrific and is still doing it is Pam Oliver. Pam Oliver takes no crap from these guys. She gets them, you know, to answer the questions. They, they, they are willing to go on with her. They don't hesitate. Though that's the kind of thing you have to do and you have to work hard at it. And when somebody wants to mess with your career, like they did with her, she fought them off. You know, she, she survived. Yeah, she did all that. She is all that, but I think she's the exception that proves the rule, which is it's just a cutthroat business. And it's especially bad for women because when they get older, they usually get thrown aside. Normally the Pam Oliver's they age out at 40. Well, she didn't, you know, she's, she's, I think pushing 60 right now and, uh, and she's still doing it. And yes, I've had this conversation actually with Christine Brennan about this. And she said, yes, if that's all you want to be is somebody who stands there and, and looks as good as you can, you can do that for a while, but you can't do that forever. And sooner or later you have to develop some journalism skills. Yeah. I would, uh, I would advise a young gal that wants to do that. I'd say, no, don't do that. I, I, mm-hmm. There's no portability. It's too fickle. There's always going to be some girl hotter than you, thirstier than you, more willing to cut corners than you. And once you're done and you're out, you're going to have to start over. Here's, yeah. here's career B, C, D, E, F, G in sports, in sports media that has more portability, longevity, et cetera. Focus on these. Now, I wouldn't stop my daughter from pursuing it, but if she said, what do you think, Dad? I'd tell her the truth. I'd go, no. It's fool's gold. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wouldn't discourage anybody from pursuing a dream. I know. I know. And- That's the thing. You're never supposed to discourage people from pursuing dreams, Andy. But sometimes if you know the dream is bullshit, you should it's say not bullshit. it. It's not. It's really not. It's, it's uh, just. Being a play-by-play man is bullshit. I would discourage any guy. Don't really? pursue that. Yes. Because there's so few good jobs. Right. And but and you, get you could one be of them. <laughs> yeah. What then? Yeah. Then you you know like my friend Mark Boyle has been doing the Pacers for thirty four years. Sometimes they work out. Sometimes yeah. low percentage shot. I think of our boy Buckheads, easily well, one of the it. most talented, best play by play men, loyal right. to a fault to a shit franchise, and he was thrown out like Thursday's garbage. But he he did 20 years doing that. And, you know, it's unfortunate that the organization took a turn that way with decisions that were made by Ted's kid. But, you know, I don't think he would trade those 20 years of great work and great, yeah. you know, great times working with Phil Chenier. And, you know, I, 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 I guess know. not. It's just so tough. I, I think of the back end of it. I think of of when guys wash out and they're like, what do I do now? Yeah, I understand, but you know, I'm kind of in the same boat myself. I, I, I just, know, you know I, and you know. I'm headed towards the same boat myself. Yeah, it is. You know, but that's that's kind of what you get into, and you know, this is the business that you've chosen. I would never do what I did again. Well, there isn't what I came in on doesn't exist anymore. I started out in a very small market and worked my way up. There is no small market job anymore like that. I it agree. doesn't exist. I yeah. agree, but I would do so. I would sell insurance. <laughs> I, that's fun oh i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't know working had to be fun i would sell insurance i'd get this massive portfolio of clients 
I'd get them all on autopilot and I'd play golf every day like Jay Siegel did. And I would be rich and I'd be a, an amateur in every big event at age 50. I'd play the senior tour at 50, having never played the regular tour. That's what I'd do. Next yeah, lifetime. Would you, would, would you like to relive your experience playing the Maryland amateur uh, Arnold there? How, to, how that worked out? <laughs> well, it's because I was busy slinging radio hash. You know, I didn't have time to work <laughs> on my game, you know. Uh-huh. And I yeah, probably yeah. wasn't that talented. And, and I'm not that talented. But anyway. <laughs> With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come and football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Speaking of one last broadcast note. Uh, So now we're down to it with Maria Taylor, who's apparently sitting on a $3 million offer, which is far less than what she wants. But it is triple her already very nice number of a million. If you're Maria Taylor, do you take it? No. Whoa. Yeah, because I think she's got leverage now. I think, And I think if she's got NBC, perhaps one of them. So you walk. I'm I'm willing to walk. I don't say I I walk, but I right now let's, walk it to the line. Today is okay. Is nine days away from the uh, end of her contract. Let's pretend she gets to the end of the line, mm-hmm. and it's three mil or walk. Then what? Well, then she knows what she's got out there. If what, she doesn't have it, what would you do? Would you walk from ESPN? This stuff if, about NBC and Amazon. It's bullshit. There's nothing there. She's on ESPN. She would be the golden child on ESPN and $3 million a year 
for like three plus years, ten million dollars. Enough money for a lifetime, Andy. It's a lot, a lot of money, but but you, you want to scoff at Amazon? You know, people were scoffing. Oh, uh, a TV network that does sports twenty four hours a day. <laughs> okay, so, eh, you maybe know, you... maybe she'll be the next Rich Eisen, the first yeah, settler. Right of a really new, good, sweet place, which is what Eisen right. was when we went to NFL Network. Uh, yeah, and I, that's a good example because Eisen had an offer to stay at ESPN. Uh, at the time, I think he fancied himself uh, Johnny Carson slash sportscaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he is basically a sportscaster. He's not a, he's not a Tonight Show kind of guy, but uh, he's become very successful at the NFL Network. Uh, becoming a number one there, uh, starting out as a big fish in a small pond, then the pond has grown around him. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, Stephen A. Smith makes $12 million a year. Did you see that? Where'd you hear that? Uh, Andrew Marchand, New York he Post. He said 12? I'll have to look that up. 12. So look up the latest. Yes. So the already <laughs> teeth-rattling number of $8 million a year is actually 12 because, according to Marshawn sources, Stephen A. gets $4 million a year at additional for so-called production costs. Uh, like the picture he tweeted out of himself flying in a private plane to Milwaukee? Saying, I'm coming, Milwaukee, because he's an expert troll. Because they uh. and others badmouth Milwaukee on his way uh, or you know, a week or two ago prior to them making the finals. It's yeah, amazing. There it is. Stephen A's contract is for $12 million a year, according to sources. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, well, we got to catch up on the Wolfskins, and then you're done tonight, and I appreciate your time. We didn't no talk problem. about Dan Snyder escaping any more serious censure than a $10 million fine and a pseudo-voluntary suspension of an undisclosed amount of time while he wakes up next to the woman running the team and has breakfast with her. Yeah, Pretty good yeah. deal for Dan Snyder. To think, Andy, that I said to you, I don't know, this could be it. And I wanted to believe that the empire would topple and the king would be dethroned. What a fool I was. What a yeah. fool. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. He starts out, he hires a law firm, right? Okay. Uh, and then the NFL says, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll, we'll take it from here. Uh, we'll, we'll go with what? Don, the, uh, Beth, Beth Wilkinson. Wilkinson. He hires yeah. Beth Wilkinson and her firm to investigate. The NFL says, whoa, 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 we'll take over, but yeah, you can keep Beth on the case, which is the dumbest thing ever. Right. And then then you think, okay, now she's reporting to the NFL. Now we'll finally find out what's going on. And uh, if, if, in fact, it's not revealed what is said, someone will leak the documents as to what was reported. Well, they went out of their way to make sure that there was no paper trail here because there wasn't any paperwork. How do you you keep documents from being leaked? (laughs) There's no documents. Don't have any documents. Uh (laughs) (laughs) An oral report. Have have you ever, have you ever ever heard of that in your life? Never, never, never. never. I, I was, I have never been more deflated in the modern redskin slash woofed era except for when Joe Gibbs decided to keep Vinny Serrato on board. Yeah. Remember yeah, that? Was, Do you yeah. remember how crushed I was? I was like, all right, dad's back. Dad's <laughs> going to get this household in shape. This bullshit's going to end. And it's like, oh, no, he likes Vinny. He's going to let Vinny stick around. I was crushed. Yeah, yeah, because the first thing that Marty did when he came in was get him out of here now. And yeah. yeah, and that was so, that was very so. Yeah. It's it's Snyder today, 
Snyder tomorrow, Snyder forever at this point. It appears that been, way. He has been dipped in Teflon by coming through this like this. Well, you know, the only way that he could have been pressured is if the other owners said he's got to go. And they didn't want to do that because they didn't want their house investigated. And, you know, one thing Snyder does is he sues like crazy and he scared them. And they, oh, I don't want to deal with his lawsuits. So this is what they did, a complete whitewash. It's it's ridiculous. Thinking back to how he sued Dave McKenna in the city paper. Or said he was going to. Well, well, they called off the legal dogs, but not until it was eight or nine months down the road. Yeah. McKenna and the city paper had to jump through a lot of hoops and spend a lot of money on lawyers themselves, you know. Yeah, well, that was what his plan was, to lawyer them out. Right, and so that act of bullying, that killing a fly with a bazooka, Mm-hmm. Had its had its effect down the line, didn't it? Oh, because yeah. it established yeah. him as a litigious prick when he wants to be. And and so now, after all that, a year after the Washington Post reveals such horrible things that Larry Michael resigned, yeah. others were forced out. Uh, it comes up and goes, yeah, ten million dollar fine, uh, no admission of guilt, uh, nobody's named in any of this. We're done. It's Ridiculous. sobering. It's staggering. It's unbelievable. At least uh, now, apparently Jason Wright said that uh, the new team name will be announced in early 2022. Okay. What I'll do you look th- forward to that. What? <laughs> I know you don't care. You should <laughs> care, though, as a longtime fan of the team. Yeah. But do you, what do you think it's going to be? What would you like it to be? Uh, I would actually like it to stay as Washington football team, believe it or not. And, uh, and, uh, and I agree with something that, uh, Tony Kornheiser said several months ago in that if there's a new name, it will always be compared to the old name. And this is like no name. So the people who are clinging to the past will think of them as the Redskins and the people who move forward will think of them as the Washington football team. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. I think they tipped their hand in the statement in which said in which it said the Washington football club. Because uh-huh. remember, the Washington football team is tied up in some trademark squatters. Oh, yeah. So they may do a sidestep on that and just call it the Washington football club. Or, or the WFC. Right. And then you get yeah. away from the unfortunate moniker that people switch around in the WTF. Like, oh, the what the fuck? It's yeah, the WFC. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds, once again, to bring it full circle... European soccer-ish, right? The football club. Well, Because a lot of we, things are FCs in soccer. How did we start this conversation, yes. Pele? <laughs> you just, you just slobbering all over the pitch about this, this game oh, you saw? So, oh. so you you reap what you sow. I guess so. I guess so. Um, did you see on your way out the door the carnival ride that nearly tipped over in Traverse City, Michigan? Over the weekend. No, I did not. You might want to check that one out. It's like this tilt, not a tilt a world. It's sort of like a, it's a thing that goes around. It's uh, it's almost like a big spinning wheel and yeah. it starts rocking to the point where bystanders come up, they jump on the railing of the ride and lean backwards about a dozen or more of them to counterweight the ride to keep it from tipping over. It was moving all around like crazy, Andy. 
Would you ever get on a carnival ride that actually folds up and gets put on the back of an 18-wheeler? Yes or no? Uh, I don't think so. I may have grandchildren at some point who may want to go on a ride like that. I don't think it'll be with Grandpa. Okay. Would you let him go on the ride without Grandpa? I'm not sure. I'd have to check it out. I'd have to see it. I don't. Oh, I wouldn't encourage you'd it. have to check it out to see if it's sound, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was people on this ride. They thought it was secured, and then it yeah. starts going around and around. And you're like, holy shit, it's about to come loose. Yeah. All right. Dangerous stuff. I stay away from that. All right, Andy. Welcome to the low point of summer. All-Star game is coming up Tuesday for whoever's going to be there. Home run derby. No Berman. So at least you got that going for you, which is nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll check in next week, brother. Thank you. All right, Dave. Take care. Alright, let me end on this. First of all, thank God a possible terrorist attack was thwarted outside of Denver in advance of the All-Star game. Apparently, a maid saw a whole bunch of guns and ammunition lying around during a uh, you know house uh, room cleaning, and so she went and uh, told authorities, which, hello, uh, should be standard operating procedure. Uh, authorities there are saying, though, they're not really sure that it necessarily was going to be uh, a Las Vegas-style terror attack against the All-Star Game or any of the festivities involved. It could have just been, you know... <laughs> Excuse me. That 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 was should not have happened. I, I don't know what happened there. I, I I did not manage my breathing correctly, and I built up a lot of gas. And I'm, I'm sorry about that. You expect better on the Zabecast, even when it's free, to have to suffer through that. I apologize. It could have been MS-13 gangbangers who are just dealing drugs. You know, they have a lot of guns too, and they got a lot of ammo too. And they're not necessarily the smartest. They check into a Motel 6 and think, oh, I'm safe here. Let's just leave all the guns laying out where everyone can see them, uh, including house cleaning. Yeah. Hey, hey, did you put the sign out on the door that says do not disturb? Oh, shit, I forgot. Well, we're here at Denny's, five miles away. They could be cleaning our room and seeing our guns and our ammo. Anyway, I was a good story to see that. Well, thank God if that's the case. And then there's this. <laughs> this is the headline that says all you need to know. The gypsy moth is getting a new name because scientists have decided that gypsy moth is an ethnic slur that needs to be taken out of the lexicon. And there you go. When you say, when's it going to end, Zabe? I'll tell you. Never. It never ends. Wokeness is like locusts that just go from one field of crops to the next, and they eat everything in sight, and then it moves on looking for the next meal. The answer is never. Until somebody, somewhere, finally stands up and says, no, we're not doing that. That's stupid. All right, I am shutting her down for tonight, anticipating a knockdown, dragout, spectacular, and I hope thrilling Milwaukee Bucks victory against the Phoenix Suns to get back in this best of seven, down two games to one. Full recap and commentary on game number three late on Sunday night. 
will take place on the Zapecast on your Tuesday morning edition. I appreciate your patience and understanding for that scheduling quirk. Thanks for listening. Tell a couple friends, spread the word of the Zapecast, and we will see you next time. A little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. And think of the summers of the past. Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.